Okay. Good morning, Judith. Good morning, Sonia. How are you? And welcome to the Coach's Cup. I'm Judith. good. It's Friday. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we realized last week that we started and we didn't really tell you a whole lot about ourselves. <laughs> we have a ton to talk about today that I think you're going to find interesting. It kind of builds on what we did last week, but we want to step back for just a minute and um, tell you a little bit about how we got here. Mm-hmm. So Judith, you want to go first? <laughs> how did we get here? Yeah. So, um, three years ago, um, my health, my personal health was at, how far back are we going? (laughs) That's that's as good a place to start as any. I was, um, about 80 pounds heavier than I am now. And I had just found out my mother, my mother has dementia and I realized that, um, I kept hearing information about, uh, vitamin D deficiency and the correlation with dementia. And I knew enough about my health that I had been chronically deficient in vitamin D. So I 80 pounds heavier, chronically deficient in vitamin D. I was on a personal wellness quest and came across um, some information that led me to a web website of Corinne Crabtree's and it was for fit and fat. Now it's known as no BS. And through her program, I absolutely fell in love with every word that dripped out of her mouth. I knew that what she was saying was the truth and it was no BS, literally. And so through her program, I lost my weight, regained my health, and really developed a passion for thought work mm-hmm. and ended up at the life coach school where I met you. How was that? Was that a nice yeah, that's great. Oh, okay. I, I'm try- I was trying to think, can I wrap mine up that nicely? Because I, when I when I think about it, um, we met in in a similar way, like you said. But um, mine really goes back to me being about thirty years old. I had two children um, under two at the time, and. I had always wanted to be a college professor, but after I I had gotten my master's, I really got off track with my life. And I was in, you know, an unfulfilling marriage, um, had these two babies, was working part-time. I was taking a cake decorating class, which is hilarious if you know me very well, because I had all of this creativity that I was, you know, needing to do something with. Uh, I was reading Oprah's book list her book club list like I was just reading down through it trying to you know stimulate my brain and one of my colleagues one day after I finished teaching she walked in my office and closed the door and said listen it's time for you to go back to school Mm -hmm. time for you to get your PhD Mm -hmm. and giving me permission to do that was just a life-changing moment I I didn't realize of course as we usually don't how life-changing it was, but I was able to really redirect my life at that point. Um, I went back to school. I mean, the very next year I I applied immediately. I took what she said to heart and, and I have been building on that, you know, and you have, you have steps forward, you have steps back, 
but it's been now almost a 20 year journey since then. Mm. Um, and I feel like every year gets a little better. Every year I figure out a little more about myself. Um, I decided to go to the life coach school also because of, of Korean and no BS. Um, I, I think when you hear the message that they have about how you have responsibility for your brain and your thoughts and you figure out you have that kind of power in life. Um, it, what a gift, right? Right. So and good. so, uh, you know, finding that was like the real turning, the, the second turning point that I, I needed. Um, so I had a few more curves, I guess that I, well, you know, um, if I'm going to spin off yours a little bit, a part of my story that I, a similar path as yours is that I, I was, um, a psychology major with a concentration in health. And so through going through the no BS with Corinne, um, and learning about the life coach school, it really brought full circle my passion that I'd had for 30 years. You know, I'd been a stay at home mom and I'd put my hopes and dreams were, we're, we're raising my kids. And, um, so I was on a similar, on a similar path. Like it it was just Mm -hmm. connected the dots, my desire for my personal health and my personal mental health. And now to help others, um, on their journey, it it just makes it, um, full circle. I think women are asked or not asked, we are expected or we have that expectation Mm -hmm. um, so many times that we can't overreach our boundaries. If we're a mother, you know, there's all this guilt associated with, I, I had some other women who said really ugly things to me when I went back to get my PhD. Women that I was close to, women that I thought would have had my back through anything, said some terrible things to me because I had young children and I made the decision to go back to school. Um, and, you know, what? what's the purpose of that? I, I have no answer for that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so what part of our goal with this podcast is to build women up and let you know that whenever you decide, whatever you decide, you know, that power, we want to give the power to you because we've had the power given to us and it's, it's very freeing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And part of that power we talked about last week is figuring out your mind with the model. Mm-hmm. But one of the questions that I get a lot from clients is, well, okay, so you've got a model, but where does that come from? You know, where do you get, where do you get your thoughts? Where do how do you know what you're thinking? And you know, it's, it's silly. It it almost sounds silly to ask, how do you know what you're thinking? But many times, especially if we've been doing this for years, we have thoughts way down in there that we don't even know about. True. (laughs) Even listening to you say it, the thought of explaining how simple this really is. It's the the sentences going on in your head at at any given time. Yeah. Any given time. I um so the other day, you know, we we talked about last week, I believe we touched on, you know, the human brain can have like fifty to sixty thousand thoughts a day. Yeah, yeah. So I did the math on this. I thought, well, okay, I took the low number, fifty thousand 
divided it by 24 hours, divided it by 60 minutes. That's roughly 34 thoughts a minute we have. And so our, our, the sentences are just opinions that our brain is offering up at any moment. And you know, we're Southern, so our thoughts are moving more (laughs) slowly than... But maybe a little more dramatically. <laughs> right, exactly. So think about somebody from, you know, from a different state that doesn't have that Southern draw. It's moving even faster. Right. That's so funny <laughs> to think about. <laughs> All right. So in that, we wanted to talk about thought downloads. You want to get us started, Judith? I do. Okay, so... um and Brooke talks about, I'm going to use this because I think it's like a perfect um, example that we can all relate to is if you were going to clean your closet out, right? So you have this, you have a closet, you live putting things in and out of the closet, but really to get a good, get your closet cleaned out, you need to go into the closet and just take everything out, empty the closet, just empty the closet and that's what you want to do with, with your thought down there and why you want to do it, because it allows you to empty your mind and empty the clutter. Just mm-hmm. think of it that simply. We're just, we're just getting the clutter out. That's all. Yeah. Clean the closet. Yeah. And so what we've got for you today, and it is just some tips that you need to follow to do why you need to do a daily thought download, because a lot of, a lot of clients give me some pushback on this. They're like, I don't have time. I don't, when am I going to do this? I, why, why would I sit, you know, I don't have time to journal. Some people are natural journalers. I wasn't, I am now, but it's, it's hard to get people to understand why they need to do that. Yeah. They have so, thoughts. They have thoughts about why their they thoughts. Thoughts, about thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you've, you've talked about how it, how it empties your mind. Um, I like to, d- to keep a record of it for personal development. Mm-hmm. In fact, I, I brought some of mine. I just, I use whatever I have on hand. So, so last year, this is from last year, what I was keeping up with my thought downloads in. And then my daughter, my sweet daughter got me this one that I'm using now. Yeah. I know. Isn't that pretty? Um, and and then there's one in between that I filled up. So I, you know, if you do it daily, you're going to keep quite a bit, but it's interesting to look back. It's very, um, it's very informal. Nobody else looks at it. Nobody else in this house cares about my thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> but it's nice to look back and see how my thoughts have changed in the last year. Um, one example that, that I know is that a year ago, I've, I've been on a weight loss journey and have lost 50 pounds over the last year. And a thought yeah. that I was really having trouble, yeah, <laughs> uh, that I was really having trouble with is that um, I just want it when, when I'm looking at food and I just want it, mm-hmm. you know, I couldn't, I couldn't move past that for months. I journaled about that because I thought, how am I going to answer? I just want it. And now a year later, that's not something that I ever think. That's a thought that I've worked through. I figured out and I've moved on. So this helps you record for personal development. And it's, it's sometimes nice to look back and see, especially when you're maybe having a low moment, look back and see what you've, 
how far you've come. Hmm. That's such a good point. Um, I, I love that you have, you have that for referencing. Yeah. Um, what I like about the thought downloads is it allows me to take action. Like I can see what's going on on paper. I can put it in a model and I can go from my mind into action, which is my favorite thing. I think I said that last week. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm able to identify and move, yeah. get it done. Yeah. And another reason that, that I really like to do it is because it lets you tell your story. Mm-hmm. Um, and it lets you reframe your story, which is the best part. So Ooh. Yeah, this whole process is about is about um, taking responsibility, and it's easy to have your story be some kind of victim. You know, to write about oh my my husband didn't do anything to help me with this issue, or he's trying to fix me, or my boss was just a pain today. But this allows you to reframe your story. Mm -hmm. you go Mm -hmm. to write it down in your brain you can once it's out there on the page you can say oh well maybe I'm not the victim of this story how can I make myself the hero of this story or at least not the victim not the victim or drop perspective on your boss or yeah yeah Mm -hmm. um brings your dreams to life when you write things down you know, it's one thing to carry it around in your head and go around thinking it, but when you write your dreams down on paper and you write them daily, you are so much more likely to get to your goals, get to your dreams. And, and that, that for me has been, again, you know, on my own weight loss journey, asking myself um, important questions that I draw from my thoughts. Like, you know, does, does this thought thir- serve me? Yeah. Things like it, it, helps me bring my, um, my goals to life. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I, any kind of, I think if you're on any kind of quest, whether it's to lose weight, whether it's to stop drinking, stop over shopping, any of those things, you know, we all, we all have our, we'll talk about both. We stop shopping. I, <laughs> stop shopping maybe but stop our reasons for shopping um it it can help really see what what's driving that Mm -hmm. and i think that's one of one of the reasons or any of these reasons are great ones to to spend that time every day and it doesn't even take that long i mean we're talking what 10 minutes maybe oh tops you know i think if you even if you just started out with one or two minutes yeah Right. You, you, don't even have, you don't have to write all the sentences and tell a story. It's a thought. It's one sentence, yeah. a bullet point. Thoughts you're thinking in the moment. Yeah. Different people think different ways. That's another thing I've noticed from this. Some people think in bullet points Yeah. and some people think in more of a narrative, yeah. but there's no right or wrong way because it's just getting it out of your brain. Sometimes um, for the longest time I wrote, stories I was like you know what am I doing and you know what in the world and mm-hmm. would need the journal prompts which journal prompts can help you focus in on an area of your life that you're searching for your thoughts because you may not be aware of your thoughts you know it's just questions to ask your brain yeah Dig a little deeper yeah um, 
So okay, anything what to do with the thoughts? What to do? How are we going to do this? <laughs> All right. So the first thing, <clears throat> now you have your thought download. You've spent a couple minutes writing, and you have you know your page full of text. What do you do with it? Mm -hmm. Well, we've got three questions that we usually ask to help decide because, you know, this is about taking responsibility. So at this point you get to decide things like number one, is that thought serving me? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Again, going back to the closet reference, you yeah. know, if you were, if, if you go into your closet and you pull out a shirt and it has a stain on it, you know, is this, is this shirt really serving me? Or I, I don't know. Like, do I need to keep this anymore? You yeah. have a choice. You know, most of us, I think we're going to choose, oh, well, this can go over here in my uh, work shirt pile or it's going in the garbage. You know, right. I think, and you can do the same thing with your thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the next one is, um, do I want to keep it? You know, maybe, maybe it passes the serving me because you think it sometimes, but do you want to keep it there? Do you want to keep it in your, um, in your closet? Right. Holding up space. So what if it's, what if it's something, it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. You, you do love it, but you never wear it because you know, it, I don't know, whatever reason you just, um, it's just taking up space in your brain. Yeah. So just like taking up space in your closet. If you want to simplify, let's just get rid of that. Let's get rid of that thought. I, I had a client actually this week um, that I was coaching and she was doing some Monday morning quarterbacking. You know, we love to look back and say, you know, what if I had done this? What if I had done that? And I told her, I said, okay, I said, we can follow this path if you want, but what is that? What's that really doing to keep this thought loop going in your brain of, should I have done this differently? That's a classic one that that's not serving. Right. That we all do at some point. And so do you want to keep it? No. Why would you keep that? Why would you keep replaying those questions in your head when you can't change a situation? So that's an example of, of a thought that I always want to just say, nope, not thinking that done with that moving forward. I love that you can pull these pull these references out like that. You're so good. <laughs> well, that one just together. hit me. I wasn't, I wasn't even, I wasn't <laughs> planning that. It just hit me. Um, so the third question you can ask yourself when, you know, and I don't know if we, if we explained like the method, a little bit of the method to the madness on your thought downloading, um, writing it out. And if you circle the facts, right. Did we talk about that? Mm -mm. Uh, but so just realize a good way circling the facts and then um looking at what your thought is about the fact mm -hmm. you know really kind of isolate and if you want to understand more about what we mean by facts last week's episode is where you need to go and figure it out because it's not necessarily what you think is a fact totally yeah and this you know and i want to encourage anyone listening to not give up on this concept there is it, it takes time for your brain to process it because your brain is, it's going to, you've got to kind of wiggle that tooth mm -hmm. and get it loose to start accepting this into your brain. And when you see it, it's like, it, it comes in like a flood. But the third question 
to ask yourself when you're looking at your thoughts is, is it current or outdated? And again, here I go back to the closet. I'm like, is it 1986 and metallic? <laughs> <laughs> um, or is it current? Is it 2020? And although some of 1986 is coming back. <laughs> well, yeah. not for me. <laughs> no, no, not for me either. Scary, scary stuff. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, just kind of having that thought, like, is this current thought serving me in this moment? And me, being able to make the decision if, if this is what you want to carry forward, if you're going into um, a job interview or if you're going into uh, a, your, your, your morning with your thoughts about the scale, you know, yeah. is, this, is this current or outdated? Is yeah. this an old thought or a, a good one? Yeah. And that's probably, that's probably something that I have done the most work on, like just in the last month or so is I had some thoughts that weren't serving me. I didn't want to keep them and they were so outdated and just looking at them and knowing I can get rid of them is helpful. Yeah. Um, I just want to say a quick word uh, just to kind of bring this in and, and apply. You mentioned if you're going on a job interview, I, if you're, if you're new to this, I think it's really, it's really helpful when you can apply it directly. So let's say we have a listener who, who has a job interview and they're nervous as people are when they go into interviews. If you could spend just a few minutes writing down all of your thoughts about why you're nervous and what you think might happen, automatically emptying your brain like that, you would be amazed at the space it creates for thoughts that you want to have. You know, you know, I love that you've brought this up because for me, when I do this, I get such a grounded feeling now. Like there's when I, when I do my thought download and I'm able to see it, it's very centered feeling and in control for maybe, yeah. but not in a controlling way. It's just such a grounded boom. Yeah. Simple. Yeah. All right. Well, we are out of time. So what, what uh, information sure. do you have? Yeah. What kind of, we're going to leave them with a nugget you say of information. <laughs> I'm going to look at that like a gold nugget. Not, not to get too deep. My thought was, um, you know, I was pretty open about um, my journey with anxiety and depression in our first episode. So for me, while going, my daughter is just texting me away. I'm sorry for the, the dinging on my phone. I don't know how to turn that off. Um, so what was curious to me while going through the life coach school and where I was <laughs> Um, was that I was able to, can you hear her? I mean, no, look at this. I don't hear anything. Oh, okay, good. I mean, it is seriously like 15 texts in a row. It's my watch <laughs> that I can't turn off. What I want to say is that for me, I, I was doing the work. I was doing the thought downloads and I was getting coached. And at some point after about six weeks and confiding in a friend um, who is a medical professional, like I realized that when I was writing and doing the work that I was still living and feeling like I couldn't separate myself from the feelings and the thoughts that I was having, that I 
realized that it was it was time to to take this to the next level mm. um, and get medical help with my yeah. condition. And so I never would have believed it in the moment because I believed every thought that was on that I was writing and they were not good thoughts. Right. <laughs> and I could not. Mm, yeah. I could make a model. I know what I was, should be thinking and how to get over there and I know how to bridge and I know how to do all the things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was very helpful. Um, yeah. Just, just being able to reflect in that way on, on what your brain is putting out there. Sometimes it's, it's surprising. And sometimes it's give, that's giving you the, uh, the information you need to move forward. It's always giving you the information you need to move forward. You just may have to move forward in different ways. It was an invaluable tool for me to go to my doctor and explain what I was doing and what I was feeling and what being stuck in where I was at and what I was feeling and able to show him. It was awesome. Very powerful. All right. Well, how about you? Um, (laughs) I've forgotten what I was going to say here, (laughs) but we're, we're way over time. So I think I'm going to end there. Um, we are, we're trying to get this in a 20 minute, but you get us talking together and it's really difficult to do that. So maybe we'll get it down to 20 minutes. One of these days, maybe we won't. (laughs) Next week, we're going to talk more about, um, thought work and, um, how we use the thought downloads to separate facts from thoughts. So if you if you need uh, a little more clarity on that, if the if the whole picture is still a little fuzzy, then tune in next week. Okay. Thank you, Sonia. Thank you, Judith. See you later.